Hey, sis. I mean, if you're offended by me calling you sis, hey, sis. Make sure you follow SBA One Worldwide for all your recording needs. I record my podcast right here at CNR Studios. It's great. They got mouthwash in the bathroom. You can bring your whole band in here, and they even let you pay in gold. For more information, hit them up on Instagram at Spade One Worldwide or at Cliff and Rico. And now let's start the show. I'm going to test this out right quick on yeah. Now keep in mind that I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit. I said what I said. I'm going to keep it real with you. Got a little inside scoop. You ready for it? Uh-oh. Okay, is it? It's so juicy. Is that your man or no? Oh, my goodness. If it isn't Little Miss Attitude. Enunciating the fuck. Single in the city. The real in relationships and surviving single. With me, starring Chelsea. Yes, motherfucker. We're back with the man with the plan, Mr. Inconspicuous himself, <laughs> Mr. Don't text me, I won't text back. That's not true, man. DJ Ray Bond's in the building. What's up? I like the way you say motherfuckers. Like, that shit is convicting. <laughs> motherfuckers. Because <laughs> I'm telling you, that's that's the vibe. That's literally a vibe. And um, yeah, we have DJ Ray Vaughn here and just DJ Ray Vaughn. Because DJ Ray Vaughn, and I mean this in the nicest way. Ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> and what I love about him is he fully recognizes that he ain't shit. And our favorite line to say to each other is what? Niggas will nig. Niggas gonna nig. Niggas you know what I'm saying? Niggas gonna nig. And Rayvon is going to nig. Shout out to Cup. Shout out to Kaiser. Listen, man, I called you when I knew I was gonna be late. Nah, honestly, I knew I was gonna be late mad long ago. I said, I'm gonna wait right till 6 30 to call. I talked to you at 4 o'clock, though. Yeah, I know. And At 4 o'clock, I knew I Let was going to be late. Let me tell you how much of a nigga Rayvon is. At 4 o'clock, he said, what? What? What up, Chels? I'm glad you hit me because I was going to dip on you. <laughs> <laughs> on God. On baby. I was like, listen, I was really trying to buck on this show. I got a lot to do. That's what he said. Like, how do you tell somebody to their face? Like, I'm glad you called because I was really going to ignore you. <laughs> like, no, not not ignore I was just going to try to find a way to be like, yo, we got to do this again. But, you know, you helped but me God to push through. You helped me push through. My, okay. And we got it done. My God is faithful. We're here <laughs> 30 minutes late, but we're still here. But we here. Yeah, yeah. We're here. And um, Rayvon, I'm super excited yeah. um, because we're getting geared up for... Don't be looking over here. Ain't, ain't nobody in your oh. screen trying to watch your porn, bro. <laughs> How we having a whole convo? You looking at porn. I'm not looking at porn. What kind of porn you watch? I've already gone through this, but when I do watch a little bit of the porn, I've... Uh, First off, no disclaimers. A little bit is the same as a lot. <laughs> a little bit is porn a lot of it. Is porn is porn. You porn watch is it, porn you is watch porn. it. Okay, so um, I would say I like Ebony lesbian webcam. Webcam, yeah. Yeah, or amateur. They're interchangeable. Yeah. Usually if you put webcam in there, it's amateur shit. Yeah, um, I don't fuck with the overproduced shit. Yeah. It gotta be I don't amateur. Like it gotta be like niggas at the crib. You yes. know what I'm saying? Like, like yo, every now and hey, then. Hey babe, you, set that camera up real quick. Yo, every now and then you'll catch just a classic, good, yeah. hearty porn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like good for your soul. Like right. it's like some ghetto ass orgy. Like some shit you locked in on. Like, you know, you, niggas be skimming through their porn. Yeah. Every now and then you find a drink that you gotta watch all the yes. way through, but you watch it through by accident. You what's like, oh, your shit. what's your site? Uh, X videos. Pornhubs, for some reason that shit don't work right on my computer. 
So. First of all, I never get on Pornhub on my computer. Yeah, see what I'm saying? You get a whole virus. That's your, what I'm saying. Pornhub, wow. STD. Right, what you watch? <laughs> so what do you watch? I watch Pornhub, but I watch it on my phone or I watch it on my iPad. Damn, that's like, that's like you know, that's a commitment to watch it on your phone. Like, Is it? It's so, so you much got easier. One, so you got one hand like this and then the other hand like, I get it. I mean, I have breasts. I can just set them up on my breasts. That's true. Or sometimes I just get what I need. I get the visual and then I just let my imagination <laughs> do the rest. You gotta nah, have a see, I need a whole station. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm at the crib. I get on a computer first off. Snack. Yeah, because, you know, sometimes you got to use, like, both hands. You know mm. what I'm saying? So I put my joint on the computer. No, I've never had to use both hands. Yeah, but you know, you don't have a dick. So then there's True. that. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And yeah, sometimes you be point. so into it that you, like, feel like you're really having sex. So you just, you're regular freaky. I've never masturbated where I thought I was having actual sex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the... nah. I just feel like... You're doing it wrong. Well, it's two things. I don't necessarily enjoy... Sticking a dildo or a toy in my vagina myself. Like, motherfucker, I'm not giving myself carpal tunnel fucking around. This is true. Like, it's just like, it doesn't give the same. Just like I just had this conversation with, like, some random co-worker. This is true. I never thought about that. Well, hopefully they don't call HR on me now that I think about it. I just said I was at work talking about this. But (laughs) you're talking about sex. Man, people do worse at work. These are facts. He was talking about 69. I was like, I don't like that. Yo, 69 is like... I don't want to say it's difficult, but in terms it's of dumb. in terms of like focus, you know what that's, I'm saying? And that's exactly in terms what of I focus. Said. I can't it's you know what? I can't focus on doing a good job. Yeah. Because I'm trying to position my body the right way. Yeah. It's just not right. And then like, like if, if you want bottom, that shit's wild. Just <laughs> enjoy the ride. Let's just take turns. Like yeah. why are we in a rush? Like just slow down. We don't No, nah, I mean, but you know, you gotta do like that shit every now and then. I'm good because <laughs> I also think about like I'm weak. Granted, I haven't had sex with a man in a long time. Yeah, but then that would mean like I gotta like his ass is gonna be right there too. If the nigga's on top, but then that would be weird. Why oh, wouldn't, true. Why wouldn't you just get on top? True. I, I, I mean, like unless like yeah, I don't know, but you know, maybe if that's your thing, you want to switch it around, put him on a yeah, true. Uh, I told you it's been a while since I've been around a penis. Yeah, I'm not Gosh, sure I, I would be my comfortable. My memory doesn't even go that far back. What was it, like seven months ago? Shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm not trying to have my ass in the air, so I'll, I'll take the bottom on the 69. But the thing about that shit, too, is like, you just can't really focus. No, you know I feel like you deserve, I deserve, <laughs> <laughs> you deserve. The very best I have to offer at yeah. this moment. It's 69. I just feel like it's cool in concept. Like, when you first start fucking, it's like, yeah, we're going to do this at the same time. And then as you get grown, it's like, you're not even where I need you to be. Key like, phrase. Let me tell you something. As you I get this, grown. As you get grown. I'm with you on that. Your sex, you really get into with your body. Like, Yeah, you know I yourself. Had to, I had to tell my girlfriend when, like, I'm about to come. I have to focus on my fucking breathing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, and I'm in a Lamaze <laughs> class or some shit. I'm like, Especially like, for women, for yes, sure. Ladies, take deep breaths in and out. And I'm telling you, <laughs> cut the shallow <laughs> deep in and out. And I'm breathing. Telling, this shit sound like Lamaze class, nigga. It have you seeing the black spots? You know, like somebody hits you and you kind of like that's exactly what it looks like. 
Yo, that's funny. I have to be choked a little bit while I'm I'm having yeah, sex. That's but interesting. Like, and then my girl was like, "I feel weird. I don't know if I'm hurting you, bitch. You'll know if I'm hurting you. Yeah. Like, if you're hurting me, just yeah. go for it. Yeah, stick your fucking hand out. Yes! Yeah, just enough till I see the black spots. Then I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of want to die. Right. You know what I'm saying not for real, not I all just the way. Kind of want to be unconscious. Yeah, not the whole way. <laughs> I'm weak. Yes. Now, so, that choking shit is fire, too, though. But, you know, we're all the way into this sex conversation right at the beginning. I know. We had to get it's out of It's always weird when I come here because all we talk about is freaky shit. <laughs> but that's cool, too. But for a moment. For a we're moment. We're going to jump into the single song of the week. Oh, shit. That you're probably not going to get. Hell no. I fucked up the first now, time. I remember you want that. a hint? Nah, not at first. You know, I want to no, try this I the right way. No, I want to give you a hint. Because it's good. I have a whole, like, mini conversation about this. All right, go ahead. Give me All right, so the hint is this is a request I have at two triple O. Oh, okay. So we're in, we're in an era. Okay. See, right. see, see. Not too you. bad. Doesn't give too much away, but yeah. it puts you in the mind state. And for those that don't know, two triple O is a party that me, Ray Vine, uh, DJ Nobi, Mecca, the whole two triple O crew. Jo, what up? What up, Jo? Jo, you're supposed to be here too. That's man. what I was about to say. Another flaky McFlaky, but I love you. <laughs> he J-O, pat, he J- patted my pockets in other ways. Yeah, so yeah, I appreciate yeah. Jo, get you straight. <laughs> the thing about it is, Jo is just as busy, if not more, yeah. than me. Yeah. And he's really committed to a lot of things. The kids. What I fuck with about Jordan though is that he puts his foot in everything. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So if mm-hmm. he say he's gonna do some shit, he's gonna do it. Right. Most of the time. Most of the time. Ninety-eight percent of the, the which time. Which is probably why he never directly tells me that he's coming. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody else will be like, J.O. said he gonna come. Yeah, but just he, in case he don't just come. Just in case. Right. So the day that J.O. looks me in my face yeah. and says he's coming, I'll know he's coming. That's my brother for life, man. So yeah, it's November 17th at the Rabbit Hole in Vagabond. Hey. Tickets are on sale right now. Yay. The party is next week. Next week, and the thing about this is, right, 2 triple O, we wanted to create something that was nostalgic in a yes. way, you know, but not nostalgic in a way that people in our like demographic could. Yeah, we we can't really we can't relate to a lot of shit. We may right. like a lot of it, but we didn't live through it. Right. So for me, I'm 32. I'll be 33 this year. Mm-hmm. I felt like I wanted to create something that uh, we came together to create something that you know what kind of put us in those years where we were coming right. into adulthood right. when we were partying, doing right. all the dumb, stupid shit, but having that good time because mm-hmm. it's always a soundtrack behind everything that yes. we were doing. You know yes. what I'm saying? So 2 triple O was definitely for those That's who my era. Yeah, for those who don't get it, 2 triple O equals 2000. So from 2000 to probably about 2007, 2008, we call it the new classics. Yep. So yeah, that shit's going to be From 2000 all the way up to the 99 and the 2000. Nigga, I was in the crib today just mm-hmm. going through music, looking at shit. I'm mm-hmm. like, yo, I can't fucking wait to drop this shit. Okay, well, listen to this because this yeah. is my request. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I want a whole set. All right, cool, 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 right. cool, 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 cool. <clears throat> well, let me lock in. Let me lock in. Let me put my DJ brain on. Hot and cocky with it because I know that I am the man. I'm going down in history like American Bandstand. Hold on, let me find the cadence. Chingy. Nope. It's not Chingy. Is it bad? I'm going to say close. Uh, not Jaquan. No. Uh, he's, he's, he's the, I would say one of the most underrated rappers of the early 2000s. Say it again. Hot and cocky with it. Cause I know I'm the man. 
I'm going down in history like American Bandstand. Oh, the fuck. Oh, give me the cadence. No! Give me the cadence. If you give me no, the cadence, I get it. I don't give anybody the cadence. Are you fucking kidding me? I don't know. That just sound like a chingy bar. It's Bow Wow. Fresh oh, as I'm is. Come on, man. <laughs> Ain't nobody listen to that nigga, man. What? No. Nah, he wasn't Fresh poor, though. No. He wasn't poor. <laughs> Bow Wow, but that's although he's he... corny as fuck now, he's... That's why I say he's one of the most underrated... Man. Now, Bow Wow was giving us bops. Who was Bow Wow equivalent to today? Lil Pump? No. Hmm. No. Not even today. You know who Bow Wow is to me? Bow Wow is like... He falls into that same realm, hip hop wise, to me as like Will Smith, and I know that I know like some people take clean? yeah, I know that some people take that as an insult, no. but well, Will Smith is iconic. Yeah. I was gonna say you're being a little bit too gracious to yeah. Bow Wow, well, I guess, but man, I get but... what you're saying as far as like kind of clean, like you can't take Will Smith being raunchy. Yeah, if he cusses, it's like you're trying too hard. And Bow Wow. I can't take you talking about street shit when you started out at eight years old with money. That's and what I was gonna say. That's why I don't like. I don't want to say I don't like, but that's like my biggest issue with like childhood actors mm-hmm. and childhood uh, musicians. They mm-hmm. don't really age well. No. Because, you know, especially if you're fire at a young age, mm-hmm. it's difficult sometimes for your fan base to grow with you yep. and see you outside of talking the way that you used to talk. Mm-hmm. So Bow Wow's one. Who else is another now, one? No, you want to know who I call the Benjamin Button of music and not in a good way. Okay. Who you got? Usher. Uh, nah, started, I disagree. Usher started his career with very mature music for his age. Yeah, nice this and is slow, true. Um, very sensual, sexy songs. Why does this keep fucking happening? <laughs> Y'all, Rose got. Uh, I said Rose. Uh, Rayvon got the bottle Rose and popping bottles in the stew. Popping cans. It's the cheap shit. Because <laughs> I'm on that H two O. Yeah, I'm drinking two for you. One for me. Season. One for me. One for you. I got your cord. Um, let me get some napkins. Hold on. Yeah. Who'd you say? The artist that I call the Benjamin Button of music is Usher. He started his career with a very mature um, sound. Yeah. And as he's gotten older, <laughs> Rico's like, what's happening? Rico, listen, man. It's crazy. <laughs> Champagne showers in here, bro. <laughs> bro you owe some napkins, man. I do, man. I do. I got to hit the 7-Eleven right next door and get you together. Listen, man, that shit was sitting there for mad long. Why is it still shaking know. up? Come, what is this know. called? Babe Rose. Babe Fuck Rose. y'all. Damn. Um, but Usher started out with very mature music. And then as he got older, it's like reduced to, I don't care if you take off your clothes, like you that'll make you a hoe. It's like his music did not mature. And he's still trying to appeal to a very young fan base. Yeah, man, that last album he put Trash. out, the day, it's not for me. Oh, I haven't, I haven't even taken the time to listen to it because it's I'm the like, first song. What the fuck was he saying on the first song? He I don't said know. Some I shit didn't like take time. basically alluding to the fact he that he should have called it outbreak. Alluding to the fact that he want his girl not to be in the club and to stay at home. Come on, bro. Nigga, like you're like 40. What in the grandpa? You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. Like, you don't want your girl out. Like, why are you even having this conversation with your girl at this age? Right. How? And isn't the rumor that he's messing with? Um, Evelyn's daughter? That's what I saw earlier. What? Today. Yeah. I guess it's in the air now that he's fucking around with um Evelyn Lazada's daughter. So well, you know you You know that they say she's a builder hoe. 
Yeah, but at the same time, that kind of goes with, you know, your hot Maturity take, level. With your hot take on, on Usher. Yeah. I just think it's so weird, and so therefore I can't appreciate him. Yeah, man. I, I like an artist to grow, and I get trying to say relevant and young and current, but it's like at a certain age, you look dumb. I don't want to hear you talk that shit, man, that these little <laughs> niggas is doing at the end of the day. However, However Confessions... Combo. Top Classic. three albums of all time in hip hop, I mean, in R and B. After me. Confessions is where it got shaky for me. Yeah, this is true. After Confessions, true. shit got shaky. After that, it was just singles. It was never nothing that just you could let ride. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, um, we were talking about the 2000s being having a soundtrack in our life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, tell me a song, or tell me what you were doing in the. 2000s and tell me what your relationship status was like. What was Rayvon mm. like? We're gonna do two. We're gonna start with 2000. Then we'll do 2000 at the end of the 2000s, 2010. So 2000 Rayvon, what were you doing? What were were you hoeing? Were you with your boo? What's going on? I mean, 2000 Rayvon, I probably was just getting pubes. Like you know, what I'm saying How what is that? You? That was like that was like 2000. That was like 10th grade. 10th grade. Okay. So you know. I wasn't doing shit in 10th right. grade. You know what I'm saying? I'm just figuring out how to use my dick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, oh, all right. That's how it goes. 10 years will do. Yeah, man. I remember the first time I had sex, which was that year. Wow. I, uh, I brought the wrong condoms. I brought the dry joints. Dry condoms? Yeah. So, they you know, have they, make the, condoms? they have the non-lubricated, you know, ignorance is bliss. But why would anybody... Why would you even make them shits, Trojan? <laughs> what was the point? What's the point? You know what I'm saying? So, anyways... I got them shits. I went over to Shorty's crib. It was my girlfriend at the time. My naive ass, I'm pulling up to her crib. It's an old ass nigga pulling off from the crib. So I ain't thinking about this shit because I'm like, oh, I'm about to get this pussy for the first time ever. You didn't even think that. Who is this old nigga? Yeah, who is this old nigga? Nigga probably just bust the cheeks to smithereens just now. Oh, my God. So anyways. with your dry ass condom. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And, And no experience. You know what I'm saying? So... All I remember is eating pussy wrong. Why you say you ate it wrong? Uh, first off, because you can just I feel it in your spirit. I vowed because I was a kid. Uh-huh. I vowed to never do that shit ever. Because that's really? what that's what little niggas do. They I ain't eating no pussy, man. Like really? little niggas always say, "Nah, I'm not doing that." Maybe not the new little niggas. These new but, niggas, right? Woo, yeah, yeah they, these new kids in general, they're crazy. I'm scared to have some. But um, and then what else? So you felt like you were eating it wrong because I don't know. It just it ain't do shit. You know what I'm saying? It didn't do shit for you or for her. I want to say both. Mm. For me, it was just like I my OGs used to always say, "Nigga, you gonna eat pussy one day? Stop playing." And I used to always be like, nah, nah. Very first thing I did, you know what I'm saying? The nerves are going. <laughs> Fuck it. I guess I gotta eat some pussy. Mm. So um, I don't know. It was stupid. It was just like, and then her shit was like wild, hairy, and that's just not really my thing. No disrespect, you know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't like <laughs> no disrespect to the bitches was, with a chia pet down there. <laughs> right, that, if that's your thing, that's your thing. But it's not really my thing. Still come to two triple O. <laughs> right, <laughs> pull up. Pull, you, you and that thing, hairy pull pussy up. and all. <laughs> ah, you yeah. and that puss pull so, up. So so I open the condom, and I go to roll the condom down, but I roll it down like the opposite way, inverted. 
So it goes down halfway. So it's dry. Yeah, it's dry. And, <laughs> and it's, it's just going <laughs> and it's backwards. So, you know, mind you, I'm sitting there and I need to take all my clothes off. Like I got my shirt off and my pants down and like we in this awkward ass position you on the you couch. Didn't take your clothes off. Nah, not all the way. So you did the the shirts and skins, pull the shirt yeah, off. Yeah, we no, we took this shirt off. But, like, the pants were, like, in this Down at weird... the ankle? Yeah, it was weird. Not even at the ankle. It was, like, at the knee on some weirdo shit, on some nervous shit. <laughs> so, I'm sitting there. Mind you, the imagery is amazing. Right yeah, <laughs> so I'm sitting there, and uh, she's leaning back on the couch, but, like, waiting for me to fucking get this shit together. Mm. And I end up turning it around, but the condom only goes down halfway. So, I'm like, all right, man, fuck it. I just got to oh, go. Oh, I would have... See, you weren't smart in that moment. Yeah. You had to, like, finesse and be like, damn, my dick's so big. You know what I Finesse. <laughs> My dick is so big, the condom doesn't even go all Listen, the way down. I'm a kid. I don't even know what the fuck going on right You're now. Just happy to be there. I'm happy to be here trying to shake the nerves. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So Okay. I get in a junk for like a second and it just it wasn't working out. It you just, weren't getting hard? It, no, it was hard, but it just wasn't working out for some reason. So I two thousand it wasn't working out. Two thousand was like doesn't count if we're talking about where, where was and I we're at. We're from ninety nine to two thousand one. <laughs> Listen, ninety nine to two thousand and three. Damn. No, 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 no. Ninety nine to two thousand and one. Nah, probably about that next year is when I started getting things. Pop. Right. Okay, I started getting it. Okay, you yeah. figured out how things work. Yeah, absolutely. Sex machine. Two thousand. Chelsea was. I was ten, so I wasn't doing shit. But I was yeah. obsessed with Bow Wow. Uh, that's the, that's the reason why you want to hear that shit. Probably, but I was I was at work one day and it was throwback. You were Thursday. at work at ten. No, I'm talking oh. about like <laughs> what in the child labor. I'm like, oh no, my mama what? had me working at ten. My mom had a hair salon. I was washing hands by eight. <laughs> she was like, you want to eat? Oh shit, she put you in the game. My mother put me to work. Um. And so I was at work one day and it was Throwback Thursday and Bow Wow got thrown in the mix. And I was like, oh, shit. You don't never hear Throwback Bow Wow. He had hits, man. Bow Wow had bops. And I remember like like Mike, I was all like basketball. I mean, all of that shit. And I was like, yo. He was deep in it. We got to have I mean, he's, he's definitely iconic for the time frame. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But just for me in hip hop, and just in culture, he didn't age well. He didn't do good at so all. So for me, it's a triple O. Can we have a Bow Wow situation? Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, so 2010. We're going to fast forward. No, no, no. We got to get to 2003. That's when I got the college. Uh, oh, so, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Ooh, 2003, who was your favorite artist? When you think of college. Kanye oh, West. Kanye West? Kanye straight West up, was high forward. school for me. Kanye yes, West. Yes, that's when Kanye had the zigzags in his head and shit. That's when I uh, discovered John Legend. Mm. It was at a Kanye concert. At, uh, at the Norva in Norfolk. So we went there, and the shit was just crazy. Ooh. It was so intimate. I want to say it. 2003, Kanye West. What album was that? College Dropout, the first one. Kanye West came to Richmond and was at Freedom Classic. Oh, yeah. See? So early, early in the game, right? But when this he is, had the Louis backpack. This is the Kanye that like changed the way we started looking at what was acceptable in hip-hop. Yep, true. You know what I'm saying? Style-wise. old Kanye. Content-wise. Mm -hmm. Nobody was talking about dropping out of school. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, Nigga, we didn't go. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right. You know? So, um. This new Kanye just makes me sad, you know? True. So, 2003, Ray you hoeing on the grounds of VCU. Listen, I move. Stomping through pussies. I move in, right? Okay. First off, VCU, I'm here. 
I used to do corny shit though, like to try to be cool right at the beginning, right? Like I wanted niggas to know me. So I would take my DJ equipment. Mind you, I've been doing this shit for a minute. Mm-hmm. I would set my shit up in the dorm room. Mind you, the dorm room's probably this big, if that. This big, about mm-hmm. the size of this room. Mm-hmm. Set it up, put my speakers up, but like open the door and fucking DJ with my shirt off and shit because I know bitches was going to be roaming oh the hall. Oh my God. Ah! Corny. <laughs> But, you know, it got me pussy, so that was cool. Okay. Bitches so, um, love a DJ. I remember the very first thing I did, I threw a party downstairs in the basement of Cabinets Hall. Shout outs to Cabinets Hall. Things happen there that are going to stay there. Never Cabinets Hall. All right, so it's on the MCV campus. Okay. So, you know, you have the main campus, mm-hmm. and then you have some kids who had to live in a freshman dorm on the other side of oh, town. Oh, okay, I do know where that is. Yeah, absolutely. So uh-huh. we were sort of secluded, mm-hmm. so we couldn't just pop out. Yeah. And then be in the midst of things. Right. We had to catch a bus or whatever. Mm-hmm. So basically, on this on that side, we were our own sort of community. Right. It was us. Everybody was there. We were doing our own thing. Mm-hmm. So the first, it was probably that first week. I threw a party in the basement. They let me do that shit. I met this homie. I met this nigga named Wayne. That was my dog for a minute. So we get on the elevator. It's this tall girl who I will not name, but oh, man, Lord. she used to get it in. She gets on the elevator in front of us. She got these little ass shorts on. Mind you, at this time, I never truly had interactions with hoes like that. I always okay, had. Okay, so we are going to dub her the hoe. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. The, the hoe. <laughs> hoe of the century. Come to find out. Two triple hoe. The <laughs> hoe. Right, that's what I'm saying. Two triple low hoe. Two triple hoe. <laughs> so look, we're getting on the elevator. This We're not the, sex shaming her, by the way. She was nah, liberated. Absolutely. You know, she was living her best life yes. before everybody else even thought about Knew it. Knew what it was. Know? Right. It was a different time frame. You know, mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of Me Too shit happened back then. Hello. You know what I'm saying? That was, you know, or, or a lot of unacceptable things then mm-hmm. were happening the way that we see culture now. But anyways, get on the elevator. She's in front of me. Wayne's behind me. So on some little nigga shit, I stick my hand out like I'm about to touch her butt. On some Kiki shit. Oh, Jesus. Wayne takes my hand, pushes it in her, pushes it like pushes it on the butt. So I'm like, oh nigga, why the fuck did you do this shit, nigga? I'm about to get beat up. I'm about to right. get slapped. She turned around. She goes, "What's up?" Oh shit! With a serious face, I'm a, I'm gonna put my best Ha Ha Davis on. This is beyond me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was puzzled. So, anyways, I didn't get her that night. Okay. You know, so on Cabinet's Hall. with a timeline. I can appreciate with a timeline. Cabinet's Hall, you could roam the halls for, you know, or you could roam the halls for like certain hours of the day. Mm-hmm. So she finds out where I live Ooh. in the dorm, knocks on the door one day, comes in, takes her shirt off. So mind you, oh, I'm still like, oh, forward. this is crazy. I didn't even have to do anything. Right. What do I this do? Is too good to be true. It was it was so forward that I still didn't even hit it that time because I didn't know what to you do. Were just so caught off I was guard? like, oh shit, this is crazy. Is this okay? What is this okay? That's how I felt, but I learned that it was. <laughs> is this okay? I learned that it was. You know okay. what I'm saying? So that's what 2003 was about. Cabinet's Hall was. It was nine floors, three floors, guys. Six floors, girls. Mm-hmm. The first three floors were the guys. I lived on the third floor by the stairwell. You couldn't have girls pa- on your hallway pass. I think it was 11 o'clock on the weekends. Well, mm-hmm. I live at the stairwell. So oh, they, you right there. So all they had to do was come down the stairs right in the room. So Been there, done that. Shout out to Nicholas Hall. Yeah, exactly. You know, so I had joints. Uh, I probably had one on each floor and then like on two oh, floors. Gosh. On two floors, I had like two joints. So you when did you meet saying? your wife? I met her my sophomore year. 
This is before. Yeah, this is before. Right before. Yeah, but I had whole time freshman year I had a girlfriend back home. Whole time? Yeah, whole time. Ha ha. Whole time. Perfect. Look. So anyways. The word of the day is hope. Right, exactly. So I had a girlfriend. I had my girlfriend from high school. I had my girl from Niggas high school. Niggas will nig. Niggas gonna nig. You know what I'm saying? But I'm, I'm I was 17 when I got to college. I was 17 yeah, I years you. old. I was a kid, so I'm out here exploring the mm-hmm. fucking world. You right. know. So I remember one time I had just got done busting some cheeks. Oh Jesus! I uh, go to open my door. The girl leaves. I go to open the door. Uh, probably like 10 minutes later, my girlfriend's knocking at the door. Boom, boom, boom. I didn't know she was coming in town. She mm-hmm. lived back home at the time. So she opens, I open the door, it's her. I'm like, oh, shit. I know that shit smells straight like pussy. I was the only one in there. So she goes downstairs and waits for me. I come down off the elevator. But when I'm getting on the elevator, mm-hmm. the girl who I was just with up top, mm-hmm. first off, nobody knew I had a girlfriend at the time. Of course. So the girl who I was just with, I guess she was coming down when I was trying to get on to come down. So when my door opened, she's there and I get on and I'm like, shit, my girl is downstairs. So when we get off this elevator, we're going to have to get off at the same fucking time. So we get off and she was cool. Like she just went her own way. It was so fucking casual that it's weird that people were having today. People still have casual sex like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It was casual as fuck. Just on some real regular shit. Yeah. Anymore. But you've lived a life. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You're no angel. (laughs) Beyonce. Look, let me tell you something. I went through, I went through two whole phases. Yeah. I went through. Okay. Explain. Explain. I went through a whole phase that, that kind of lies in that nine, nine, 2000. I mean, 2000. I was, um, I had a whole phase my sophomore year of college. Respectable. I knew I was a legit whole phase situation. Yeah. When I had to tell myself, wait a minute, bitch. You gotta calm down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> calm yourself down. Look, self-talk in the mirror. Talking to the man in the yes. mirror, head ass. I don't even know if I was talking in the mirror. I was looking dead at my pussy, like, wait a minute, bitch. <laughs> oh, you shit. got to stop. <laughs> The pussy was the mirror. Yes, the pussy and my lips, the pussy lips were moving like, no more, bitch. Like, That's I literally had funny. some. And then I did, I wouldn't even call this a hoe phase. Yeah. But after my fiance, my ex fiance and I broke up. Yeah, oh, that I was had, on some. I had a sabbatical. Yeah, that you was know on what some. Saying? I'm about to do what I want to do. Yeah, it was kind of like a, I'm free. You know, yeah. I haven't been on them dicks in a minute because that's like my new favorite Absolutely. phrase. Once you're on them dicks, dicks, you on them dicks. You on them dicks. <laughs> Absolutely. But you're not anymore. I'm not on you're them You're on dicks. them clits. That's what you want. Yes, from dick to clits. That's going to be my first I mean, but it's the same thing, but that's another combo. Um, but I will definitely say my sophomore year of college, technically, I came in in the spring. So I was yeah. kind of like that spring, that sophomore. Where'd you go freshman, to school at? Virginia State. So you went to state. The... Soundtrack to the best year of college for me. Yeah. Two albums. Okay. It was Trey Songs Ready. I respect that. My God. I never really like I never really like rocked with Trey the way everybody else does. Me either. I don't either. But I understand. But Trey Songs Ready, best Trey Songs album, don't at me. Mm-hmm. Um it was just That like, was the first one, right? Uh no, Ready he wasn't first. Ready was not his first album. Oh, see, I don't he had keep that joint with the little teardrop. I mean, the little raindrops on there. Yeah, Ready was panty dropper. Oh shit! Damn. So when, when was that? When Say you ah. When you so what year were you? When I did you graduate? To school. I graduated high school two thousand eight. So I was, I was deep State, in it. Yeah, two thousand. <laughs> 
deep in ass and pussy. Nah, nah, on the music shit. Yeah, I mean, because we have a few years between us, but I remember like the party hop and like just riding through campus thinking I was a little bad bitch, just yeah. young tenderoni. Every yeah. you could not escape that album. <laughs> like literally, everybody on campus was riding through. What else was on that album? Penny Dropper. Um... Uh, say ah, uh, uh, neighbors know my name. All Neighbors know my name was on that shit. All the shit you know Trey for Black Roses. All of the shit you know Trey for for real on that album. I think that was the big one in the club. Yeah, and Rihanna rated R. That was post beatdown. Um, That's when she came back and she was real dark and edgy. Oh, after the Chris Brown shit. Yeah, post beatdown. Real beat down. dark and edgy. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn! I didn't mean it like. That. That's crazy. You gotta chill. I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> She was. She, came, she was like bubble gummy before yeah, yeah, the beatdown. Yeah. Post beatdown, Rihanna was like, I don't give a fuck. This is the real me. She came yeah. back with the haircut. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. she had like, she well, was cussing. What album was that? Uh, Rated R. I mean, what songs were on that? G4L. Okay. She was talking about doing drive-bys, Russian Roulette. Russian Roulette That's was the a, one that lets you know banger. that Rihanna's about that fucking yeah, life. Yeah, 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 for sure. About that fucking life. Um, and I had a boyfriend. What was the shit before Anti? I don't know. I don't keep up. Rated R is where I stop. Okay. Like once I yeah, once I find the album afterwards. by you that I, I don't really go. You got to do a lot to make me go past yeah. that album. And most artists can't move the needle past that yeah, album. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nah. But once you get a favorite artist in your mind, well, a favorite album from an artist, yeah, that becomes it. the benchmark. Confessions for me. Confessions. Um, well, no, Usher was genuinely shit after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was going through a lot. Confessions is it was just tied to some old other. He wasn't shit for me. translating. Everything he was going through post confessions the best way. Yeah. But you know what? That brings me to a question. Okay. What you got? So the last time you were on our podcast. Yeah. (laughs) You were a wild boy. You were a wild boy. Let's talk. Ah, just because I kept saying I said Rayvon. Are you sure you don't want me to edit anything out? Are you Uh, gonna get in trouble? With your wife. Nah. What was it like having your wife listen to that show? Shout out to your wife. I had nothing to do with this. <laughs> <laughs> um, first off, she listened on her own. Okay. We never really talked about it. It was like a, a kiki kind of conversation. Okay. So she wasn't like, nigga, you said too much. Nah, she wasn't mad. She was just on some shit like, next time that you go up there talking some shit or wherever you go, just make sure, you know, I'm cool with that. Right. And she wasn't not cool with that. Right. It was just a conversation that should have had been had. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> My I man respect had her a few standpoint. drinks. You were mixing up your what was your yeah? Crunk listen, juice I had the crunk juice flowing. going two triple O. What up? <laughs> I was like, yo, what is this conversation going to be like? Too much. No, it was uh, Chantal. You know Chantal. Yeah, absolutely. Chantal was like, yo, his wife is probably gonna be pissed. Nah, man, she. She's like me in a way. Right. You know, her biggest thing, though, is just making That's sure we on the... Real. Yeah, she's just making sure we're on the same page. Mm-hmm. She was just... I think... Nigga, you... I shouldn't... She basically was, I think, every woman's thing is, don't have me out here looking stupid. I should know before yeah. the news hit. Absolutely. But I don't even think that she felt like she looked stupid. Right. I just think that she felt like that was probably a conversation that we should have been comfortable together right. understanding mm-hmm. that you're going to have. Right. And she wouldn't have been like, nah, you can't talk about that. Right. She'd yes. just be like, oh. Wifey about the shit. Yeah, man. I mean, what? Shit happens. We do shit. Shit happens. You know what I'm saying? Hey. Shit has happened. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Sounds like shit's going to happen again. Oh, I'm going to sip this. Uh, yeah. Well, that might be digging you in a hole. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm a chill. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm a chill. You know, you you live and you learn. You live and you fucking learn. So let me ask you. I think I really like the element of, like, if if they don't follow you on Instagram, it's at yeah. DJ Ravon. Or is there an underscore in there? Yeah, DJ Ravon underscore. DJ Ravon underscore. You're quite the family man. Yo, man, my son is always in jail, man. <laughs> Literally. He's... I saw the picture you posted today. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, he walked out the Poor room. Caleb. He walked out the room from for like getting ready for daycare with uh-huh. the whole fucking jail fit on. I'm wiping the coal out of my eyes. I look at this nigga. I bust out laughing. <laughs> I said, "Fam, you're in jail so much. These are jail clothes. <laughs> Mommy put you in jail clothes because she knew she was gonna like, send you there." He did. He had the outfit from the yeah. face too. <laughs> Yo, but you know. That was like, you know, he had his, he didn't have his shirt on, so he just had the white t-shirt dog. on at the time. The, the blue pose. jeans. Did dog. he have the little thing on his head? Yeah, had the do-rag on, bruh. Dog. That's my man, though. Free Caleb. That's my man. Shout out. To, to I hate man. when I'm busy, you know? Because right. that's the biggest thing is that I don't really get to spend as much time with him. Mm-hmm. And he's starting to ask for me now, Aww. you know? So when he gets home from daycare, mommy picks him up. But I like perfect example. Uh, these past couple of days, I've been up and down the road mm-hmm. earlier in the day than I normally am, so mm-hmm. I'm not there when he gets home. So he'll get in the car. Sometimes he'll run to the car and look for me, and I'm not in the car. Mm. He starts asking where I am. Right. He doesn't get. He doesn't like cry or anything like that. But, but it's, it's just like, like what yeah, he's at the age now right. where he's starting to become aware of me and things that we're Working. doing. Yeah, and, you know. So for me, I think that that's the hardest part about what mm. I do now is. That's kind of the only thing that I truly all the way care about. It's but like that's that. why it's great to like. I think I commend your wife. Too yeah. Because that's that's why y'all bitches and y'all niggas be laying down with these motherfuckers that really is yeah. that your teammate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like your wife or your partner needs to be your significant other, your best friend, but most importantly, your teammate. Like we got to be on the same squad. Yes. About things. Like I feel I've seen so many people um, that. Their partner necessarily. I was listening to the Breakfast Club today, mm-hmm. and I was into like old episodes, like on podcast format, where mm-hmm. they listen to like they call a lady was calling in and she was um doing ASCII, and she yeah. basically was saying like her husband. They've been married for like six years. Mm-hmm. She has her bachelor's. Her husband just finished his master's. She was holding it down for him. Mm-hmm. He pays most of the bills, mm-hmm. and she wants to go back to school to for nursing. Switch it around. Switch it around. But he isn't supportive of that because he he pays the bills. Oh well, who's gonna do this with the kids? And I'm like, that's where it comes into like, there's one thing to be a provider, mm-hmm. but to be a teammate. Two triple O, the new classics. It's the party that celebrates Ooh. the be- best of the early 2000s. Saturday, November 17th at Vagabond. And we talking jams, man. And none of that new stuff that's out right now. And definitely not the 80s or the 90s. If the early 2000s was your golden era, then visit www.2triplooh.com. We're talking music, fashion, and culture. Get those tickets now. Two triple O, the new classics. Yeah, I think for men, it's um, it's weird. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's a sort of double standard because for us, the only thing that we really want to focus on and that we pay attention to is, you know, is what I'm doing right now being productive in terms of, you know, making sure that there's money coming in the door. Right, being a provider. Can we provide? Mm-hmm. You know, so for us, 
that's where the focus lies. And if anything kind of slides in, like even maybe having to pay right. a little bit more attention to the children than we've had to in previous, that kind of like shifts the, the focus for mm-hmm. us and makes us feel like, damn, I can't do this, which is what I'm supposed to do. Because I got to do this. Because I have to do mm-hmm. this. And that's an interesting perspective. From a, I, I didn't think of it that way from yeah. a male perspective. Because I'm looking at as a woman, especially like we are... The same way you say that a man's job or traditional role is to be a provider, the woman's role is to be supportive in whatever the man wants to do. If he wants to change his career, he wants to do whatever. It's a new age, though. You got a whole... That's what I'm saying. It's It's a new new age. age. And I felt like when I heard that story, it was like, damn, that sound like some old nigga shit. Yeah. That doesn't even sound like some, like, new nigga shit. I just think that we're in an era of understanding that if you're in a relationship you have to support the other person regardless of the gender mm-hmm. role, regardless mm-hmm. of the... Dare. <clears throat> I don't... I think we do still sort of subscribe to certain gender roles. When it's convenient. <laughs> when it's convenient, and then even just, just by nature sometimes. Yeah. By nature sometimes. Uh-huh. But we're moving to a place of awareness now where it's like that's kind of changing and yeah. it's different. Women are way more independent, yeah. way more capable, and way more understanding than they've been in the, in, in the past. Society in the world has pushed us to be that Absolutely. way. Absolutely. Because if you even look at y'all run this shit, man. I tell my ex- wife all the time. Hello. You know what I'm saying? I ain't, I'm not. Hello. I'm not. I'm not that nigga. I'm not that misogynistic Especially dude. Especially like, if you're with a black woman. Absolutely. This We're shit is about the y'all. Forge in education. We're leading the forge, and like the gender roles and the expectation expectations change because the world around us has changed so much. Absolutely. Maybe my, at my grandparents' age. Women weren't really going to college. At least yep. black women yep. weren't really going to college, and nope. the men was a, the man was a provider, and she was supposed to take home take care of the kids. But those kids that they had mm-hmm. ended up being the generation of our parents mm-hmm. that went to school, and we kind of saw a different family structure. And from there, we built on that. Absolutely. And then my, the negative side of that is like mass incarceration and things like yeah, that. Yeah, black yeah. women had to step up right. a lot more. And even if you aren't, my father was never locked up, but my mom was a single parent. Mm-hmm. So I saw my mom hustling, getting it on her own. And mm-hmm. that's the same mentality, whether I have a man, a girlfriend, whatever I have going on, that innate hustle, black women just got this intuitiveness to like get it how you live regardless. Women, but then even with black women, because of just the way that shit's been laid out for mm-hmm. us, culturally Mm -hmm. and in history but also imagine being told that you can't do something for a really long time Mm -hmm. when you know you should be able to and you know that you're capable Mm -hmm. of it i think what that does or what it has done for black women is create a sort of motivation that is so like it's the strongest thing in the fucking world. Mm-hmm. There's no way you could tell a black woman she can't do something. Yeah. Not today, because Hell the thing about know. it is she's about to do the shit. Hello? She's going to show you that she can do the shit. I can't do what, nigga? <laughs> she's going to smoke the shit. Smoke the shit. And then the cool shit about... While listening to City Girls. Exactly. But the cool, <laughs> the cool shit about black women is... You know, that grudge that they used to have on their shoulders is starting to be removed. Mm-hmm. So I think so, too. I see this sort of humility that's coming into oh, play. But- from the woman's perspective, yeah. I will say that the fuck niggery has decreased. Uh, it's still okay, there. Okay, okay, but okay. what I'm saying is there's so many 
so many yeah, black so. men that grew so. up in homes without fathers yeah. and without that family structure that right. they so badly wanted for their kids. Yeah, absolutely. Which in turn helps them to be better mates for black women. That's true. And then also on top of that, I think that exposure like through the internet mm-hmm. and you know just different platforms and having different conversations mm-hmm. has allowed us as black men to sort of confront different things mm-hmm. that we haven't had the opportunity to or even thought we could confront like right. mental health you know mm, what I'm saying all of, these, about it. all of these different things and now we're comfortable doing it mm-hmm. which ultimately makes us better, better and can be better in a relationship mm-hmm. or be better to a woman and vice versa you know so you want that to continue but it's still a lot of work man cause niggas are stubborn and another you know? thing I think this may be a situation of where I think social media has had a positive influence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that, like, you know, growing up, your role model was Jay-Z or whoever mm-hmm. it is. And so now through social media, you get to see them transition through different phases of their life. This is true. You get to see Diddy as a father, Jay-Z as a father. Him Absolutely. Seeing the wrongs of, like, I shouldn't have did this to my wife. And right. It's cool to be a good husband. T.I. Right. and Tiny, as much fuck shit as he does, to a certain extent, he's <laughs> a good... Yo, this nigga... I watched the show this morning. Yes! Shit was hilarious. hilarious. When he was sitting with Duvall, that shit had me Bro, weak, my nigga. In his song where he said... I should get, basically, he should get credit for, he said, I did all of these bad things, but I should get credit for the pussies I didn't fuck. What, nigga? I fuck with that. (laughs) I was like, nigga, are you kidding me? I probably shouldn't say it, but I do. That's some nigga shit, though. It's some real shit. Think about how much fucking temptation it is or how difficult it is for a nigga not to fuck bitches. I get the perspective at the same time you want You a popping nigga? You you want me to commend you for doing some shit you're supposed to do? Oh... No, that's subjective. But, but at the same time, at the same time, men don't give women credit and say, "Damn, all them dicks she could have jumped on, but she didn't." Yeah, no, nah, because again, <laughs> look, look, some of those gender roles, some of that gender role mentality Y'all don't still give stands. Us credit for all the you dicks. You're supposed suck. to not be on them dicks. You know what I'm saying? That's women. You you're supposed to be on one dick. That's my what dick. they think. That, and, and, and my dick, and that's it. That's that's what. That's what we as niggas think. You know what I'm saying? Technically, in the world that we live in I now, and in general. I could have seen the hand animation. <laughs> Yo, I'm signing this shit every Wipe the bitch out and said, one dick. One dick only. But look. One dick I mean, only. That, that, that's sort of like an old, old way of thinking. Right. You know what I'm saying? And a fucked up way of thinking. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of. But I still feel like men are like that. Yeah. If Tiny, which granted, Tiny did wild out a little bit. We supposed to, we're supposed to spread our seeds. And the woman is supposed to take care of the kids that we make. If we think about all the way, if we, yes, I mean, I get that's the. I don't, I don't all the way subscribe to that in today's world. But if but we think about applies. this from a very primal standpoint and mm-hmm. a very primal thought process, why do you think that lions and all of these fucking animals out here, the men be trying to fuck on all these bitches to make as many babies as they can to oh keep the legacy God. going? You know what I'm saying? And the woman's supposed to take care of those kids. That's deeper than that's human. That's definitely with T.I. Look, look, that's deeper than <laughs> That's deeper than humanity. Right. We're the ones who have the emotion. We're the ones who have all of this elevated thought process. Mm-hmm. So for us, that kind of alters and it shifts in the way that we function in the world. I don't agree with that. Rico, let me ask you a question. Do you feel... Rico's a married man. Yeah. Rico, do you feel like you should get credit for all the pussies that you didn't fuck? Or that you don't fuck? I get credit for that. Come, come on over. So 
question? The question. Okay, we're talking about Ti and Ti and Tiny. We always talk about uh, Ti has cheated on Tiny multiple times. And in one of his songs, he was saying, like, yeah, I've cheated on you, my bad, I'm so sorry. But you should take into consideration all the pussies that were thrown at me that I didn't fuck. He just worded that so, like, you know. <laughs> so, so Women you, have that you, way of... You backed them in a corner by the way you worded that. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, it's, it depends on the person. Maybe he needs... Should to, you get credit? Depends on the person. In it's, your marriage. May, well, Do I'm, you deserve credit for all the pussies that you don't fuck? I don't my see. Nah, man, don't, don't answer that. <laughs> don't answer that, bro. Here's the thing: my wife is not gonna give me credit for now, because that's for what it. you're supposed to do. Now, would you give your wife credit for all the dick she's not jumping on right now? I mean, that even really like in our conversation. That's not even in our whole that that whole vibe doesn't exist for us. So, but if your wife was like, if you if there was something you know going on and she was like nigga you should think about all the niggas that hit on me and I don't I don't give them my number or I don't give them any attention does she deserve credit for that or is that her doing what she's supposed to do I mean for real man if you the type of person Rayvon's like don't do it man no no, I'm telling you if you the type of person that needs that credit that acknowledgement I'll be like, well, shit, go get the acknowledgement. Yeah, go, go, exactly. Go out there and not fuck. Go, go get what you need. More people, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> if that's what it takes There's for your you. sticker. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> I just feel like when you make, uh, when you're in a relationship with somebody, mm-hmm. or let's say you even get married, um, this conversation that we're having right now is out the window because you, you've sort of, you know, you've committed it. You've you've committed in a certain way where you know that that, Which that is shouldn't why I'm be a thought. Ti is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, I think for that, that, that I think that, but I think that niggas gonna nig. You know what I'm saying? So I think that that's just that's truly I'm going to that's make truly this the name of the episode. I truly niggas gonna nig. I truly think that that's the way niggas think sometimes yeah. because especially if you're a popping ass nigga, mm-hmm. you could pretty much fuck whatever it is yeah. that you want. But I made the decision. Now I'm not gonna front. I do think that. Oh, gosh. I can't believe I'm saying this. To a certain extent, you do deserve... It's no. I just think it's the way he worded it. Yeah. Because you think about when we come in, when we say, oh, he's a good man. Yeah. What does he? he's a good man mean? He's a provider, yeah. and he doesn't step out on his wife. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm sure that, that women do approach uh, a man all the time, but that's what makes him a good man. It's the way he worded it that's yeah. like... It was on some fuck shit. <laughs> it was like, how can I, how can I accept the message that you're trying to give the way that you're saying that right, shit? Right, because I do think that men that are committed to their wives or or responsibilities to their family deserve acknowledgement. People, though, man, I think that people. This, this is the shit. I've been having this conversation in my household more recently. Okay, I want to step outside of Gen- thinking gender. about things from a gender perspective Ooh. and thinking about things from a person to person perspective. We're people. So people deserve people yeah. deserve a certain level of respect and acknowledgement and acknowledgement for being a good person as opposed to being a good husband or as opposed to being a good wife. Fuck all that. But there but see the thing is there's different there's different requirements that make you a good husband or a good a good father. You can be get, a, you can be a good father and a shitty husband. Give examples. You could be a provider for your family. Yeah. 
You can spend time with the kids, go to every yeah. baseball game. You're yeah. supportive. But you are beating on your fucking wife. Yeah. You talk to her crazy. Yeah. You guys haven't set out a relationship or set out the standards of your relationships where you can have sex with other people and you are. So that's why you have to be specific because you you can't just say he's a good man. Bill Cosby seemed like a good man. If we lumped it and said he was a good business mogul, he was a great business mogul, he fits that bubble, but he wasn't a good man. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> we have to remove the gender shit because the wife or the woman in a he relationship, wasn't a good person. the wife or the woman in a relationship could be just as shitty as the man can be as well. Yeah. So for me, I feel like we can't <clears throat> we can't say you're a good husband, you're a good wife. We have to say you're a great person for doing the things that you're supposed to do, for being the way that you are. But being a good mom doesn't make you a good person. I think so. I absolutely think because you, you could be a shitty mom and you're, you're a shitty person. You're a multi. People are multi-dimensional. Absolutely, there are many things that make up a person. You Good are or bad is subjective anyway. You're a husband. You're a DJ, which what? means you're an entertainer. You're a father. You're an entrepreneur. In each one of those categories, you may not be the like. You could be better at being an entrepreneur than you could you be are. better all the time. Which is why this is. But such that doesn't a subjective make you a combo. good person because you're a good mom. I think so. Because they're shitty moms. They're, they're shitty moms. They're but that shitty doesn't mean people. they're bad people. There's good people and then there's bad people, bro. They're drug addicts. There's good people. They're drug addicts that were shitty moms, but they're not bad people. There's people who do good shit <laughs> who are bad, like you're trying to say. Yes. There's people who are bad who do good shit. So we just have to, in my opinion, judge it case by case. Are you doing the best job that you can to be a great... In all facets of your to life. To be a great human being. Is you mad? Are you being a good person? Are you trying to be a great person? Are you trying to contribute? We're not all going to be perfect at everything. Okay. Absolutely not. But I don't think that a man should get credit over a woman for greatness. You know what I'm saying? And that, and I think that that's how this conversation sounds to me. If you're good, you're good. If you're no, bad, you're bad. I'm not saying that a man can get credit over a woman. Yeah. It was just the point that you want to get, and that's from a man or a woman perspective, yeah, yeah, that yeah. you want kudos for some shit you signed up for. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. You want kudos for not fucking bitches when we got... Well, I take that back. Hold on. Because... Even Tiny said on the show something about it's not the point that you fuck the bitches because we've done shit together. Mm -hmm. It's the fact that you're doing it and not letting me know. Mm -hmm. So it breaks a level of trust. Mm -hmm. So it's not even I'm the so act of fucking. I'm so glad you said that because the thought process in my head, I was trying to be a great listener at this mm -hmm. moment. <laughs> but I was ready to talk, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> The thought process in my head is that all of this shit boils down to being a great communicator mm -hmm. before everything mm -hmm. else. Mm -hmm. So if you have things... You broke the trust. Absolutely. If you have things that you're interested in or that bother you, mm -hmm. or if there are any sort of issues in your relationship, you're not being a good communicator mm -hmm. about it, or the best communicator that you can be, that's where it kind of gets fucked up, in yes. my opinion. Because, yes. you know, we all start off thinking something's supposed to be a type of way. Me and my wife are on the same page about marriage. Mm -hmm. When we got married, I wasn't ready. And she thought that it was something that she was supposed to do. She wanted it. Mm. And I wanted it. I didn't want it at the time. Mm. So now where we are in our relationship is focusing on being better friends to each other. And focusing on... Um, being better within our relationship mm. before being better in a marriage. Wait, you said you knew you both knew you wanted it. 
Yeah. She felt like it was what she was supposed to do, and you felt um, like... She... No, I just want to... I just want... Because that was really profound. You both knew you wanted to be married. Yeah. You felt like... I didn't want it yet. You didn't want it yet. Yeah. She felt like... I want to do this right now. Because I feel like she was at a... I think she under... She thought... She thought that... And she's never said this, but mm-hmm. this is what I've interpreted from conversations mm-hmm. that we've had about it. I always felt like... She felt like this is what's supposed to happen right now. Because we've been together for so long. Nigga. The, the reason why that resonates with me is because I think most women think like that. Yeah. You know. I think... I have absolutely. thought like that. Absolutely. My girlfriend gets on me because she's like, why do you have a fucking timeline for everything? Right. right. At a certain age, we expect... And I think the reason for that is because... Men are not taught to think on a timeline. Mm-hmm. From an early age, women are fed. Men are not taught to think on. No, we think on a different timeline. I'll tell you about it in a second. Go ahead. Okay. Women are taught to think on a timeline. We literally have a biological clock. <sighs> right in the lane I want to talk about. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> literally having a biological clock and knowing like, okay, once I hit this age, it starts mm-hmm. to get a little shaky as far mm-hmm. as having a baby. And we're pumped to this dream that we want to have kids. We want to have kids. Mm-hmm. In order to have the kids, you want to be in love. If you're going to be in love and have the kid by this time, you mm-hmm. need to meet somebody within this amount of time. And if he's not marrying you at this point, mm-hmm. then you may not have the baby. And the whole time, you're going to have scrambled eggs and not be able to have a baby. Absolutely. Absolutely. I understand biological mm-hmm. time clock. And I think that, like, what, what happened? Nah, nah, oh. nah. I was getting, you thought you had a bug on you? <laughs> yeah. What in the... <laughs> oh, shit. Arachnophobia. I felt like a Yo, walking in here, though, it was this big-ass spider on the I, wall. I won't fucking with it. The spider was on the wall Yeah, yeah I don't fuck in. with spiders like <laughs> that. Yeah. Um, but I think that we're trained at such an early age to always consider the timeline. Mm. And then when, when men go home for holidays and college and stuff like that... Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers ain't asking you where your girlfriend at. Mm-mm. But they're asking the women, when are you going to get a boyfriend? Did you meet a nice guy? Mm-hmm. It's always this pressure to keep pushing the needle forward. You know what they're asking men when they go home for the holidays? <laughs> Did you get some good pussy? Nah. So what are you doing now? Mm. You know what that speaks directly to? How are you planning for a family? What's your life about? With, how you getting bread? What are you doing right now? So I, I saw this shit on Steve Harvey the other day, right? Steve Harvey, first off... An OG. Okay. I think I know where we're going. Okay, go ahead. He was talking about how females have the biological clock, Mm -hmm. but men have a financial clock. Mm -hmm. So when I saw this shit, the light bulbs went off in my head. I sent that video to wifey. Because he said perfectly what I could not properly articulate Articulate. to my lady. Mm -hmm. At the time that we got married and that she wanted kids, for her, that's where her mind frame was. Mm -hmm. For me, I felt like, are you want to do all of these things, but at the end of the day, going back to the conversation that we talked about provision, for mm-hmm. me, I have to provide. So do I have enough money in the bank mm-hmm. account? Am I secure in my career? Is mm-hmm. my situation, you know, straightforward? Because once we make that step, you're you're my responsibility. You're my, you want to have a family. How mm-hmm. am I going to take care of this mm-hmm. kid? So while women operate on the time as far as their bodies go, for men, we not think about none of that shit till we're comfortable with what type of money that we have, mm. you know? So in my particular situation, I was... I can, on, I can definitely agree with that. I was on a grind, you mm. know what I'm saying? And I don't even say that loosely because a lot of niggas use I'm grinding very fucking oh, loosely. I hate... the bag. Yeah, I hate that terminology. Mm-hmm. But um, I was going hard, you know? Mm-hmm. I had just went on tour. I had, I felt like I had just stepped into 
what was the whole fucking reason and purpose for me picking up turntables. This right. is what I wanted wow. to do. Mm-hmm. So how can we make the most of it, mm-hmm. you know? And I had uh, already proposed at that time. Okay. But I had the opportunity for me to go on tour and DJ came after the proposal. On top of who? Uh, I was with Austin Mahone, so I'm not sure if you remember, know who he is, but he's a young kid, white kid. Um, he's like the he was a Bieber-ish kind of guy at okay. the time. I, yeah. I don't really keep up much with what's happening with him now, mm-hmm. but um, you know, so this was my first chance in the world mm-hmm. for me to go out and travel these different mm-hmm. countries and start to make a little bit of money right. doing something that I like. Mm-hmm. It was my first. Um, it was your first stake into manhood. First your step into manhood. Stake into manhood. Trying to figure things out. Mm-hmm. Trying to understand if you know things from the business standpoint are are, are right. Mm-hmm. Trying to learn a lot of different things as you go. <laughs> as I go, mm-hmm. but we're we're finally getting into the shit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So. I'm thinking from a standpoint of, oh, I want to kind of get a little further into this and make sure that mm-hmm. my coins and mm-hmm. my situation and I'm creating something for myself. Where mm-hmm. she was coming from a standpoint where we've been together for so long, it's time to start doing right. some of these real things that mm-hmm. I want to do. And not only that motherfuckers like start looking at you crazy as a woman. Absolutely. If, if you've been with a guy That's where it came years. from. <laughs> it came, in, in my opinion, not even my opinion, the truth and the fact of the matter Everybody is in her head. all her friends, all them bitches was talking, excuse my language. <laughs> They're not bitches. They're not bitches. They're good friends. But it's just They were concerned citizens. You know, they, it was a conversation about marriage mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's what women talk about at that time. And mm-hmm. then Instagram just started popping. Oh, Jesus. Social media everybody's is out now. Everything. So everybody's getting married now. Mm-hmm. I want to get married too. We've been together for so long. I guess it's time right. to start doing that shit. Mm-hmm. It's another another big thing that Steve Harvey said was the reason why. Niggas, or well, niggas love their girls, and what they want to do when they love their girls is give them what they want. Yeah, that's that's what we want to do. So while at the time that we got married, I wasn't all the way sold on the idea, mm-hmm. and I tried to. But ex- you didn't want to lose it. I tried to explain that I wasn't all the way sold on it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't going the way that I wanted that <laughs> shit to go. Right. She wasn't hearing oh, that shit. Oh, nigga. Oh, so you mean to tell me? Right. Mm-hmm. So I loved her. Mm-hmm. So for me. I'm not saying I'm not using this as an excuse because I did want to no, get married. I did want to get married, but for me, I felt like, all right, let's just do this right now. Fuck it. Well, I think not to equate anybody's relationship to a car. Yeah. But at the same time that you say like, I really want that car, that doesn't mean it's the time for you to get to that get car. The car. You're not ready. You, you may not have. You may want to get your credit together. You want to have money for a down payment. You want to make Absolutely. sure that everything's straight before you step into this big investment of right. buying this dream car. You know you want the car, but how can can I put something on it? Absolutely. Can I put something down? <laughs> Can I put Let me, something on it? You know what I'm saying? Can I, what's this, what y'all layaway talking about? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Christmas coming. A lot of people, the ring is the layaway. They feel like exactly. the ring, you can kind of hold them off for a little while. So, but you that's know, definitely true is that women have this interpretation of like, once you're with a man for a certain amount of time, mm-hmm. either, girl, he's using you or not using you, um, what is that? Oh, you giving them the cow? Mm-hmm. Why buy the cow when you can get the milk, milk for, for free. free? Or it's like no, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm gonna say it. Mm-hmm. I commend the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. All huh? but Kim. Explain, all explain, but, explain, all but Kim. Explain. Because Courtney, she had, she had a lot of pressure to marry Scott from. I don't know their story, so. Well, 
correct me, I don't really follow the Kardashians that much, but I do know that they have a whole lot of kids and they're not married to the men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it doesn't work for you just because you have a kid or just because you you've been together around. with somebody for so long don't mean you should get married. Nah, if I saw some shit the other day. People... Chloe's not on that. Chloe's on some shit like she's going to stay with this nigga well, even Chloe's if she's not fucking shit. with bro. Well, for the that, baby. That's months ago. I don't yeah. know. I didn't see the episode. But what I'm saying more I so just saw Courtney. It on Ball I think Alert, of Courtney. So. And Courtney, it was a couple episodes where um people were like, Well, you're not gonna marry him. Like you have all these kids by him. And she was mm-hmm. like, It doesn't matter. Like, I'm not gonna marry him because we have kids if I'm mm-hmm. not really one hundred percent sold on one, the idea of marriage, and two, mm-hmm. marrying that motherfucker. Absolutely. And she wasn't letting other people dictate what she was going to do where a lot of other women would have felt the pressure. Mm-hmm. And probably in this situation, not so much because Scott isn't a great catch, mm-hmm. but a lot of women might have missed out on a great catch because you're pushing and rushing him mm-hmm. to do something that he is not ready not for. Not ready to do. And you know, that's that for me, I feel like that's the frustrating part with a lot of relationships. Mm-hmm. It's like you can't I'm not even gonna say men, you can't force people into situations if the timing is off. Timing you know what I'm saying? Everything. Because the only thing that comes from that is bad. Mm-hmm. Nothing good comes from, you know Sooner or later he may resent you. Resentment. Oh <laughs> Jesus Christ. I was about to put a curse word in between Jesus and Christ. Mm. But you know what I'm saying? But Resentment is a really a real thing. Real thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And resentment is not always understood in terms of where it comes from. Mm. You know, because a lot of times people don't know that what they're doing could cause resentment. Okay. They don't know they don't know that, you know, that that's where that stemmed from. Yep. So and even in my relationship, you know, we've been doing a lot of good talking lately. Mm-hmm. Okay. The past year or whatnot, we've been going, we've been like, we've been ironing some shit out. Cause mm-hmm. I feel like at this point in stage of my life, as I move forward. Everything that's around me got to be some real shit. Right. We got to be doing this for a purpose. I'm mm-hmm. trying to live my best yep. life. Yep. Shout out to Duvall. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> if anything that's Not around me, back and forth. whatever's around me right now, if there's issues, let's iron this shit right. out so we can be on the right page. How long have you been going this way. Uh, five years. A little over five years. Wow. It's so funny you said that because I was talking to my grandma the yeah. other day yeah. and I was telling her I wanted her and my grandfather to come on the show. Mm-hmm. And my grandfather's like, I ain't going on there. Mm-hmm. Y'all be talking about that crazy shit. I ain't doing that. <laughs> and I was like, well, granddaddy, obviously it's going to be a different show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We ain't talking but about no threesomes I, and all right, other shit. My grandparents are relationship goals to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like 50 years of not just being married but genuinely loving and liking each other. Mm-hmm. And oh. so... <laughs> You can, you, you're hitting everything. <laughs> yes. You're hitting everything. Loving and liking each other. And one of my goals in life, as far as a partner is concerned, is not even to love you so much. It's to like, like you. you. Love it. <laughs> like, in my whole head, again, I was waiting for you to speak to say, I'm, I'm saying I'm not the best actively listener. Actively listening. It's I'm not okay. the best We're listener. call it actively I listening. I feel like love is secondary to liking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got to want to be around the person that yes. you're fucking with. Yes. And that's one of the things that in my relationship, I, I fucks with. Me yes. and my wife fuck with each but other. But my grandmother was telling me that the five-year mark is when things start to get sweet. She said, those first couple years, you're really in transition because you were two individuals mm-hmm. coming together. Mm-hmm. And at the time, in, in your case, too, you have mm-hmm. a child. And she's like, mm-hmm. so then you're trying to like... navigate who I am who Mm -hmm. this person is and incorporating another person that we created Mm -hmm. in the middle that we both have a say on and we could be going different ways and have different opinions Mm -hmm. but she told me that the five year mark is where you like the way she said it was you get clarity Mm. you get clarity on who you're with why you're with them 
why you love them, why you like them. And those in those five years, you can see the patterns and say this. You can address things because mm-hmm. things have actually happened mm-hmm. since the marriage. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I gotta get my grandma on here. Yeah. I should have my grandma today. You need to. That's, but my that's a real nigga are shit. Like, yeah, they they like each other and like they still flirt with each other. Like, I'll go over to my grandparents' house. That's my lit. granddaddy smack her on the ass. She's like. That's Stop lit. It, boy. That's like, lit. Like that's, that's lit. goals as fuck. Super goals. And I just feel like, you know, if you're in a relationship with a person who you don't do those types of things mm-hmm. with, you're wasting your time. You know why? Because I think that we all want to be liked. Mm-hmm. And especially From by the very beginning. Especially. Yeah, go ahead and end that. Nah, <laughs> Ooh, temptation is calling. Edit this out. Edit this out. <laughs> <laughs> Not today, Satan. Right. But um, we all want to be liked, man. Mm-hmm. You want that other person that you're with to look Starting at... Starting out in grade school, you want yeah, that. Exactly. You want mm-hmm. that other person that you're with to look at you and be like, damn, you're sexy as fuck right mm-hmm. now. You know, and I think that's... that's The like is deeper than the love, in, in my opinion. I think yes. love love is a little bit stronger, but it's not deeper, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like... I, I feel like love is the loyalty. Love is the loyalty. Love is the loyalty. Like... That's a good way of putting it. Is the friendship. Mm. Mm. you like and trust your friends right but love is what keeps you loyal love is what keeps you is the loyal is the root no I disagree well I'm not gonna say love is what keeps you loyal love is the loyalty as far as like love is the commitment nope I think love is more of the commitment I think love love is like Liking Commitment the how, though? Friendship. I don't know. Like, I'm trying to articulate this. We need Uncle Steve. Right. Friendship and liking the person. I always say, like, my grandma told me, people can be more um, courteous and thoughtful and um, think of how their friends would feel about something more than they would their significant other sometimes. Because mm-hmm, we more get comfortable. considerate of your friend. Because right. sometimes when you have a mate, you're like, well, they're going to be there regardless. Mm-hmm. But your friend can literally get the fuck up and go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and But love is kind of like the glue of like, um, when I say commitment, it's like love is the the passion that marries yeah. the, the friendship and life. I think you're getting closer because there's some people who love the person that they, they're with, but still cheat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I wouldn't say that love is the commitment. Love, love is the act. I don't know. Damn, I'm, we yeah, we, we niggas right nagging that's too deep. Yeah, we ain't shit, right? <laughs> we, we in a hole we can't get yeah, out of niggas, right now. Niggas are niggas will nag and that's too deep. Yeah, but Rayvon, we're right. gonna about to close the show out. Oh shit! In hell, what time is it? We went two hours. No, we went an hour and eight minutes, right? No, uh, that should say two hours. The two the. Yeah, that oh, means you're in the second, second hour. hour. Nah, right, let's time keep. Flies. We, we, nah, let's keep going, cuz. What you mean? You got to keep this shit rocking. We rolling right now. We rolling. <laughs> we rolling. I feel like we just get into it. We God are damn it. getting really good. All we right, are... we could we could rap if we need to rap. I like this con. I like where the combo sits right now. As far as loving and liking someone. Yeah, man. Because so... there's there's been a time within my relationship where I love the shit out of my wife, but I just. Do <laughs> you like? Her? If that's the real. You know what I'm saying like, I love you, but I'm and, and I'm and everything they do gets on your nerves. I'm one million percent sure, and especially you know since we've been having conversations that it's been the other way around. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's just great to come up out of that, right? 
I think you come up out of that stronger. And I mm-hmm. think you come up out of that within that span of time that you were talking about where you begin to understand what you want, what you right. like. And you start to piece those p- parts of the puzzle together. You know what I'm saying? But I'm wondering if there's ever been... And I, I'm scared to get to the point, which I know that that's like the testament of real love. Yeah. It's like liking somebody and being able to work through it and then like you back to liking them again. But I'm such a like black or white person. It was like, once I don't like you, it's really hard for me to get back to that liking space. And that's part of like the part that scares me with commitment. Is that deep? Is that like some shit from, you know, is that like a trait from a long time ago that just stuck um, with you? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. Because like, even when I think about, um, relationships if I love you and I care about you there's always a piece of me that still loves you and cares about you yeah but mentally I can't go back there anymore I always tell a nigga nigga you better catch me while I'm still sad because once I'm over you yeah there's nothing that you can do oh so you're talking about like in terms of a relationship because I feel like you could definitely be friends with a person and like them again but just not in a relationship space. Nah, uh, yeah, yeah. A lot of people you know that I, I was like, okay, you're dead to me as far as relationship sense, but I still care about them as a person. But I'm just talking about what scares me about being in a relationship is once you push me to the point where I don't like you mm-hmm. or I do resent you, there's not much you can do to reverse it. Mm-hmm. And I know that in marriage, marriages work. And there's going to be a time where you don't like each other or that person has done something that hurts you. And you have to forgive or learn how to like move on and I'm like, mm, do mm. I? Do mm. I, nigga? See what I'm saying? Like, and that's why I'm going to say this and then I'm going to have to explain. So we're not done yet. Okay. I have to explain this. And I can say this because I've had this conversation with my wife. Right now where I stand, mm-hmm. I don't fuck with marriage. And I don't fuck with marriage. All right, now don't keep coming on this show. No, nah, I mean we can. I can have this conversation. <laughs> Dropping bombs and your wife, you're like, what the fuck? I don't fuck with marriage. I fuck with friendship and relationship over marriage mm-hmm. because I feel like marriage is there's these sort of guidelines and these rules that are just so outdated, mm-hmm. unreal, and don't matter or make sense mm-hmm. depending on where your belief stands. Mm-hmm. Some people are not religious. Sometimes yeah. you grow out, you grow into understanding religion differently. Yeah. Well, we get married underneath God. Mm-hmm. Well, what if I don't believe in God the same way that I did before? Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. but I'm married underneath these sort of, you this know, construct of this construct religion. of of religion. You see what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So with that being said, I feel like the reason why I can say that here open is that I'm not really trying to be out here in the world and be doing whatever with whoever. Mm-hmm. I'm really trying to be a better friend. And really be, and really fuck with my relationship with my wife as opposed to being a great husband. Right. Because what the fuck is that? You know what I'm saying? Mm. That, that it puts these unrealistic um, or outdated sort of ideologies into play. You know what I'm saying? When you say you're a good husband? Yeah, like, come on, man. Like, what? Like, let me, let me, let me give an I don't example. Think that they're unrealistic. The ideologies that go with I being should a not want to fuck. Uh, let me simplify this. Uh-huh. I should not want to fuck a bitch. Because I really fuck with my girl. I don't Not because I'm married. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But that's a marriage, you know, construct. I don't think you that shouldn't women fuck people expect because you're you married. Never, I don't think that women expect you to never be attracted to another woman. 
I just think that women expect you to have the discipline and the loyalty to, to not, not act do it. on those feelings. To not do it. I respect that. Mm-hmm. But... I would never expect like to be with a man and my his dick only get hard for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unrealistic. Super but unrealistic. But I need your dick to just be going in me. Yeah. Unless otherwise agreed upon. This is true. But if you think about what we've been taught through marriage and what marriage is about, you're only supposed to feel a certain type of way by one person. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and you're supposed to desire one person. You've just explained, which is the 100% truth, mm. that that's not real that's, that's not, not natural that's not realistic and it's not natural mm-hmm. so you mean to tell me that i'm supposed to feel wrong if i see another bitch that look mad good and i'm like ah oh, fuck the shit out of her no i shouldn't feel wrong for that mm-hmm. i should feel wrong if i actually go and <laughs> right, fuck the shit right, out of her right. you know what i'm saying right. what makes me a better person or what makes me feel like friendship and relationship is more important than marriage is me seeing that bad bitch and be like Man, I dear, she bad as fuck. I would, but I couldn't. Ooh, I'm about to go home and fuck the shit out of my wife. I couldn't fuck. I right. couldn't do that and then come home with a clear conscience. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Niggas I couldn't do it every day. Because that's my. This is my friend. You know yep. what I'm saying? I, I wouldn't yes. want to do that to my friend. You know what I'm saying? Niggas do it every day, b. Mistakes happen. Shit happens. But it's a lot of niggas or a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I'm not even gonna say niggas. A lot of people who operate in that space, which is uh, 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 scary and disloyal. Shicey, right? get the strap. Shicey. <laughs> Get the strap Real ass dicey. motherfucking space. You know what I'm saying? Real shady. So for me, I've made it a goal to want to get and to be actually on a level with my wife where I feel like I'm not fucking bitches because I don't want to fuck bitches. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I, or I'm not fucking bitches because I don't want to make you look dumb or make you feel dumb. Right. You know what I'm saying? If that makes sense. Yeah. And consideration. Consideration. You know what I'm saying? Consideration and, is key. You know. Yeah, that's where I stand on that. The biggest part is in any relationship, especially in marriage, you're entrusting someone else with your heart, your emotions. Absolutely. So handle that shit with care. Yeah, man. And then, like, you know, temptation gonna be out here, but what the fuck you gonna do? You know what I'm saying? You fuck a bitch and then what? My whole thing is like, and then what? Yeah, I think as I get older, (laughs) as I get older, I believe in that. Yeah, you fuck them and then what? And you then what? Because I then fu- what? And you I- fuck up your for show though, trying to get some old though. Oh, I like that. I like that. I like that. Oh, you got bars. Let me hit the yes. beat. Fuck up your for show though, trying to get some old though. Oh, you still a hoe. <laughs> oh, you had a whole sixteen for that, huh? Look, don't don't try Great me. shit. No, nah, me. I mean that's a real concept, man. And it's just like the thing about it is nobody out here in this world is perfect. Nobody is, you know what I'm saying, gonna get it right mm-hmm. all the time. But as long as you're doing your best to, yep. To, to get it right and to be what you want to be for someone else who you are a friend to. Yep. Before anything else, that's what's important. I guess I end there because you're wrapping your laptop and shit. Oh, up. no. Just putting it together. So okay. what's your single survival tip of the week? Explain that. What is that? What, what is that segment? It's just basically what is what's your little gem that you want to leave with the listeners. It could be serious. It could be funny. It could be. It doesn't even have to be necessarily pertained to the conversation that we're having. It's just what you want to leave the listeners with. I got two. Okay. First one is don't focus on anything within a relationship other than being a better communicator because mm. everything else gonna stem from that. Mm. Everything else like that, that you want that you don't want. All of that shit's gonna come to fruition from just saying what the fuck you feel mm-hmm. and then listening the same way. Mm-hmm. And then the second one is two triple O. You gotta understand <laughs> that this party's gonna be yes. fucking lit November 17th. 
Motherfucking Chelsea's on the mic. Yeah. I'm on the turntables. Nobody's on the turntables. Hey. JL's rocking. Mecca's yes. rocking. Dom's rocking. Style and spirit. Socially successful. Mm-hmm. Um, Tito's is in the building. The first yes. hour. First hour from 10 to Niggas 11. Free, lick. free motherfucking Tito's on the gang. So you got to come out and drink with us. Mm-hmm. At Vagabond, November 17th. The commercial's about to start running. I'm excited. Ooh. I can't wait for homecoming to get the fuck out of the way so I can really put my hands on this shit yes. and get everybody I know in the motherfucking yes. building because we're going to have a good time. Good time. And that's it. That's it. Yeah, we out. Um, we out. My single survival tip for the week is going to be... Um, I might have to piggyback off Rayvon and say to communicate better with your partner. Really focus on communicating because it does, not only does it affect everything, all the other dynamics of your relationship, but if you don't clearly and effectively communicate with your partner, you create problems that don't even exist. Or like, for example, I created a problem with my girl simply because I got frustrated and I wasn't communicating my frustrations yeah. and I'm taking them out taking them out on her. Yeah. And that created a whole other issue that we didn't even have. You got all this shit going on. Right. If I would have just been clear and concise and said, this is what's going on, this is how I feel and why I feel like that. So, of course... Meet me at 2 Triple O. Me hey. and Ray Vaughn up in this bitch. Hey. We got a Bow Wow set. I was about to say the same thing, man. Got a motherfucking Bow Wow set. I have been forced into a Bow Wow <laughs> set. I guess we got to do it. Get your shit together. All right. You've got It's time. already together. Okay. What do you mean? I know the Bow hits. Bow Wow set. Um, Tito's Vodka. Shout out to J.O., Mecca, Styling Spirits, DJ Nobi. It's going to be a ball. Can't wait to see you. It's long overdue because we had to yeah, postpone the other one. Postpone. So if you were asking me questions, boom. Boom, boom. You got the info. So it's been another week of not so being single as fuck. Wait, I can't talk. I can never talk at the end of the show. Yeah, you be fucking up. It's another week of not... It's another week of <laughs> being not so single as fuck. Bye, bitches. We out of here. You curse so, like, rough. You curse hard. <laughs> Because I'm from Chesterfield. I got to compensate. So. Overcompensate. <laughs> That's funny. I'm from Chesterfield. I got to overcompensate. I got to...